Welcome to the 86th episode of the Free Pizza Podcast. Today's guest is Lydia Williams, a hairstylist. Enjoy. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have a long lasting friend right here. We're in Wilmington with Lydia Williams on her for a long time. I didn't realize how long we've known each other until we talked about a few stories earlier, but that's crazy. You're a stylist here yes. in Wilmington? Yeah, yes. yes. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Yes, you're, mm-hmm. you're amazing. I remember you, you going through school and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we did. 2011 was when we met, yeah. Yeah, so hell yeah. And she does great work here mm-hmm. um, at Ulta. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ulta Beauty. Ulta Beauty. And we're going to talk all about that right now. So, yeah. So, when did the interest in doing hair or styling start? So, okay. So, no one in my family is, like, super into the beauty industry. Like, I don't have anybody in my family who does it. I think I've paid for maybe five professional haircuts in my life. Either I did them or my mom did them or I was already in the industry so my friends did it. Um, I, around senior year and then, like, around like sophomore senior year I got really interested in like horror movies and like punk music and like metal and shit and I was just like Mm -hmm. doing really weird stuff to my hair like I got really interested in like changing my like like personal appearance and I got really interested in like stage makeup and like you know like creating gore makeup and stuff um and then I went to community college to be a high school English teacher. I want to do English lit. <laughs> and I dropped out because I I was enrolled in college, but I did not go. Okay. So I was like, well, this is too much money. I was like, fuck this. Um, so I was in the process of deciding if I was going to drop out and work full time for my father or try it one more time. And I had a friend of a friend on Facebook who had just started cosmetology school in the same town I was going to community college. And she kept posting all these photos and it like looked really fun. And so my plan was I was going to do like some type of special effects makeup or I was going to I don't know, do some type of like creative process with it. I was, but I wasn't, my intention wasn't to be in the beauty industry. It was to be in like some type of creative industry with like hair and makeup. Mm. And then I started cosmetology school and I found out that I do really enjoy the beauty side of it. Mm -hmm. And I got lucky in that I'm good at it and I just liked it. So I got, it was, I fell into it. I dropped out of college in like November like late November, early December, and then started class at cosmetology school in January. Like wow. it was a very quick, yeah. Transition. I, yeah, I didn't really, I like didn't think too hard about it. So yeah. again, I got very lucky. That's cool. I yeah. bet you're very happy that you were actually doing something you actually wanted to do. Yes, I am. I'm very thing. happy about it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you, what school did you go to? I went to Leon's Cosmetology School in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. It's okay. been in Greensboro for like 30 <laughs> years, like four fucking ever. Yeah. So it's a very old institution. Yeah. Yeah. How was your experience at uh, Leon's? And going back, why did you choose Leon? Are there other schools that you could have chosen? So you, there's a couple different avenues for cosmetology school. You can go to a community college and they have cosmetology mm-hmm. programs. And then you can go to a strictly like beauty school I'm, or cosmetology school. We called it beauty school. Yeah. So if you go to a strictly like cosmetology school where it's just like basically a trade school, you will only like complete the program, which is a certain amount of like hours you have to complete and like credits that mm-hmm. you have to get in order to be certified by the state. Yeah. But if you do it at a community college, it costs more money and you have to do like all your gen eds and it takes about two years oh my God. versus between nine and 12 months at a cosmetology school. So I chose cosmetology school because it was cheaper and faster. Yeah. That's like an obvious choice then. Right. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And 
There were no, like, no Avedas around either. The like, closest Aveda, I think, is in Charlotte. Okay, and that was obviously, so. like, I'm not driving, you're not driving to Charlotte. No, and yeah. Aveda only teaches their specific line of color, and their line of color is plant-based. It's a lot different gotcha. than most color lines, or okay. really any color line. It's kind of the only one. At the time, I would say it was one of the only plant-based color lines. I'm sure there are more now that that's yeah. becoming much more popular. Yeah. Um, but at the time, it was one of the only ones, and so it seemed, like, too insular mm -hmm. to learn just their color yeah so yeah okay that makes sense mm -hmm. and you're going to leon so tell us about that experience um did you well did you enjoy it just tell us about mm -hmm. how it was it, <laughs> it was good it was um it was like a job it was like a nine to five job so like it was tuesday through saturday so you're off Sunday, Monday, because that's what a normal salon's hours would be. Yes. So like you wouldn't be off on the weekends. You want to be working when other people are off work, mm -hmm. like the normal nine to fives. Yep. So you show up, it was like eight or nine. And then if you had a part-time job, you would leave three hours early. Or if you didn't, you could like run the full day. And you just kept going until you hit the certain, like the hours that you were supposed to hit in order to be able to take the test. Um, in order to be certified or until you got all the credits that you needed like it had to be both um, and most on average it was like nine to twelve months and that's how much like you could like the flat fee at the beginning like that's what that covered if you went any longer than that then you had to pay like per month and I ended up going 13 months because I had a part-time job and I left a little bit early yeah every day and I missed sometime so I don't remember what I had to pay it was a while ago but I had to pay just a little bit extra um, but yeah, just like you show up, you clock in, you do hair. Like it's just a nine to five job. Wow, that's crazy. We would have class in the morning for like an hour or two to go over like certain chemical things or like certain techniques or stuff like that. But then after that, you were just in the salon, in the school salon working. That's insane. Mm -hmm. So how rigorous was like the class part? Was it pretty laid back? Were they pretty strict? Um, so ours was pretty chill. We had like, as you progressed through the program, you would kind of like circle around to different teachers. We mm -hmm. had like five teachers in the whole school, like five teachers and then one head head teacher. Mm -hmm. And so each, there was like two or three months that you would spend in each teacher's class and they would teach you like a specific thing um, or like topics. So it would be like color, perms and relaxers, cutting, uh, like styling, stuff like that. And like mm -hmm. each teacher would have like a speciality that they would be teaching you each class. Some of them had homework, most of them didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just go to the class, you learn the thing, and then you are in the school salon doing right. it. Absolutely. And did you go there and did you think you knew what was, did you think you know, like, hold on. <laughs> did you go there thinking that it was gonna be something and it was something completely different like were you like yeah I, about something? yeah so i thought it was gonna be you just like they just you do hair like they show you how to do the hair and you do the hair well mm -hmm. it was a lot more chemistry and like geometry than i thought it was gonna be yeah. which was one thing that really appealed to me about cosmetology school because mm -hmm. i do not enjoy a classroom setting um i don't really enjoy doing math and i don't at the time, I wasn't interested in chemistry, um, <laughs> and then I found out that it does, in, like that is very involved in cosmetology, like very, very involved. Cosmetology is basically like the marriage of art and science. Yeah. And so, uh, I found out how much that is involved, and then I figured out that oh, I do like these things. They just have to be applicable to what I'm doing. Like, 
I enjoy chemistry and I enjoy math when it's applied to a thing that I want to do. Like, I can understand it. It, like, makes sense to me. Right. They're, like, puzzle pieces that I use to, like, get to the end. Right. Mm -hmm. That's wild. So, as far as you getting tested throughout, do these different professors, how how does testing work? So, okay, so we weren't really tested in school. Like, they would do, like, little quizzes or something like that, but it wasn't... What really happens is the state tests you after you've completed the hours and the credits that you need. So the state will test you in a written exam and a technical exam. Um, One's in Raleigh, one's in Charlotte. Okay. And so, like, they don't really, you didn't, at Leon's, you didn't really get grades. It was like, you would progress regardless. If you were bad at it, you were fucking bad at it. Like, whatever. Really? Yeah. Do you think that's, do you think that's good? Do you think it's good to do it like that? So... Okay, so if someone, like, you know, was progressing through the class and they weren't performing, like, certain techniques well, that will kind of sort itself out once they get in the real world. That's what, okay. When yeah. I asked you that, mm-hmm. I, in my head, I was just like, they're probably not going to get any work. Exactly. <laughs> the biggest bad. Right. The biggest issue is that they need to be aware of, like, hygienic practices. Okay. So as long as they're following, like, proper hygiene, like, and hygienic procedures, people do bad hair and people get bad hair, like... You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just, it, it'll sort itself out. If they can't make money at it because they're not doing a good job, they won't stay in the field anymore. Exactly. Um, exactly. Or they'll find a niche where they can charge, you know, $15 for a haircut and $30 for highlights and right. someone will pay for that. It will just be $30 highlights. You, you get know? what you pay for. Yeah. You get like a fucking $30 balayage. You can tell it is a $30 balayage. Like it's not like it's a secret. Yeah. 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 Anybody who can do a good, a good hair is not going to charge less money for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Throwing some shade over there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, it's what it is, own your business. Like, right. charge what you're worth. Yeah. Um, people will pay for it. If you are actually worth that thing, people will pay for it. Yeah. Um, if you're not getting any business, lower your prices until you can raise your prices. Right. So. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go to the end of your journey with Leon's. So, we get ready for testing, and which is in East Charlotte or Raleigh. Yes. You went to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Huh? Did you get a rock for your final test? It, there's one in each. The technical Which? was in Raleigh and the written was in Charlotte. Gotcha. Yeah. I would see you pass. I did. Um, Thankfully. <laughs> how was your, because we actually had a barber who told us his experience. How was your experience doing the, the final? Um, It was fine. The written, so the technical you have to dress in like a certain like wardrobe. Like they, they have like a uniform they want you to wear. Mm-hmm. And you have to bring all this stuff with you, like a mannequin head, um, a fake like mannequin hand, um, all of these like tools and stuff like that. Excuse me. And I just burped. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you, it's like this huge, like those big storage Tupperwares. Like it's fucking huge. Um, and you stand out in the parking lot. It's very cold because you don't want to be late. So you're just standing out in the parking lot, like waiting for them to open doors. <laughs> it was fucking cold. And it was very early in the morning. I was pissed about it. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't hard because it's just all things that we were taught already, in school. You should know the things. Half of school was being taught to pass the final exam. Yeah. Like the final like practical exam. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff that I do now, I learned on the job. Yeah. Like techniques and like refining my own technique and figuring out how to talk to customers, that kind of thing. Like, I, you learn that on the job. Right, right. Like, cosmetology school is, like, helping you pass the um, final, like, exams and stuff and, like, teaching you the basics. Like, how to, like, the starting, like, the foundations of, like, how to build on and create your own, like, performance. Yeah. Um, the most memorable thing about it was I, my 
bra strap broke during it and you're not allowed to talk during so it's kind of like the sat where like you do one portion they give you a time limit if you complete it you sit there quietly so i'm like sitting there quietly with like my titty like falling out and so i'm like trying to like get the lady's attention i'm like kind of like putting my hand up like wait and she was like yes and i was like i need to go to the bathroom like very quietly and she was like what and i was like i need to go to the bathroom she was like why and i was like my bra strap broke and she was like what and i was like my bra strap broke and she goes oh okay and like ushered me out of the room really quickly <laughs> so that was that was probably the most memorable part about it the rest of it was very boring it was just like long and tedious oh so. my my gosh, what a yeah. story. Mm, yeah. That is hilarious. Wild titties. So, <laughs> bro, shout out to Lydia, man, of all things. Fun fact for people who don't know, Lydia is one of the two people, white people, that touched my hair. She cut my... <laughs> she definitely shaved my head back in 2000, whatever, in yeah. the bathtub at a party. So it's one of the first times we met. Yeah. Yes. Literally within like five minutes of being at this party, I like told him I was in school and he was like, do you have your stuff with you? And I was like, yeah. He was like, will you shave my head? And I was like, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Avery's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Back to what we're here for. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so after the final test, she passed. Awesome. After the bra strap um, incident. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, usually what most people I know who are in, you know, cosmetology school and all that have a little trouble finding work. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. how was that for you? So in Archdale, it's this very small town that I lived in. There's like two shops. There's not even a barber shop. Um, a Great Clips did just open though. So shout, shout out. out shout out to Great Clips. Um, actually we can talk about Great Clips in a minute if you want. Word, let's it's do it. very interesting. Anyway, so there wasn't. I didn't really want to work at those places because I was just going to be, you make money based on the median income of the area that you're in. And in Archdale, it's not very high. So it was going to be more lucrative for me to work, like continue working for my father until I kind of figured out what I wanted to do. So I did hair out of the house, um, which is, oh God, actually, I probably shouldn't say that. I can use my license, (laughs) but uh, it was a long time ago. They can't prove it. Um, I did hair out of my house for a while on the side and continue working for my dad until I moved here to Wilmington and then I got a job at Great Clips, um, worked there for a year, and then I am where I am now at Ulta and I now work there. So Great Clips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I can dispel so many like Great Clips like questions and like myths. I worked there for 13 months, worked there a very long time. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's a like, yeah, a lot of misconceptions about Great Clips. Okay, in your experience, mm-hmm. obviously Great Clips get shit talk. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. trying to bad enough shot with Great Clips. I don't mm-hmm. remember. So I don't know. But how was your experience at Great Clips? Uh, Great Clips was great because when I moved to Wilmington, I was partying a lot. And you could mm-hmm. literally show up to work drunk. And as long as you were at work, it did not fucking matter what happened. <laughs> as long as you were at work, like, doing people's mm-hmm. hair, it didn't fucking matter what it looked like. Like, it was $13. It was fine. Right. So... It was great because it was very low stress and you make really good money because it's hourly and you keep your tips. So as long as you're fast, Thanks. yeah, so as long as you're fast, it's a really good way as, I mean, I highly recommend it. If you move to a new city and you haven't found a salon job yet, get a job at like Great Clips or Sports Clips. Actually not Sports Clips. You have to massage people there. That's weird. Uh, get a job at Great Clips. It's seriously the easiest thing in the world and it's very low stress. You'll probably work a lot of hours and for very low appreciation but it's really easy money while you look for an actual salon job that you want right because it's i mean when you work at a salon like it's 
a, like you're like you're so close to everybody like you need to find a place that like has a vibe you like is it an area that you like has a team that you respect and like so just like before you move to a city like you don't want to get a job and just not know anything about the salon right so if you get a job at great clips like you can make really easy money and like support yourself um until you find a job that you do want I love it. That's mm-hmm. true. You, got, you usually have to do shit you don't want to do for a while before right. you get to where you want to be anyway. So, right. Great Clips was part of that for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not a place you didn't like either. You enjoy working there. I did. It was, yeah, yeah I, I love the girls that I worked with. Um, I would still let some of them cut my hair today, yeah. you know? Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I still see one of them, uh, not super frequently, but I see her, like, you know, regularly around yeah. town. We're close. Absolutely. We're cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So, the transition to Ota. Mm-hmm. So, tell us why and how that is. So I work at Ulta. Okay. So I was again, partying a lot when I first moved here. So I am on the corner of front and market at Mm -hmm. this bar that I really like. And I was standing outside smoking a cigarette. I met this girl. We're just like chit chatting or whatever. And she's like, I really like your look. Like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I do hair uh, uh, over at the great clips. And she was like, Oh, I do hair. And we're actually looking for someone at my job. Uh, you should apply. And I was like, okay, yes. Cause I was ready to get out of great clubs. Like I was yeah. ready to, cause I had saved up some money. Like, cause when you started a salon, if it's commission or like booth rent, you don't make any money mm-hmm. at all. Um, so I had saved up enough money. Like I was at a place financially where it was possible for me to get an actual salon job. Um, at like a respectable place and so no shade great clips you really helped me out but <laughs> so don't sue with great clips i know love do. you great clips this is all her yeah um <laughs> shout out to great clips get a sponsorship um so she was like you should apply like ulta's hiring you get benefits um you get paid hourly until you start making a decent commission like you should apply so I got my best friend to write my resume for me because she's a professional writer. Mm -hmm. And so I got her to write my resume for me and I submitted it, got the job, put in my two weeks and I pieced the fuck out. And I've been there ever since. So that's awesome. mm, By chance. It was again, very serendipitous, very lucky. Like I, it just like fell into my lap. I got very lucky. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Cool. So you started at great, uh, what? Ulta. Ulta. Ulta And how was that transition obviously super different from a great clip it was, so yeah. how were you feeling going into like your first day your first couple months how was it so okay so i so personality wise i'm very blunt i'm very to the point i'm very standoffish i'm not a natural smiler like i can come off very like bitchy or mean mm-hmm. so anytime i start a new job or meet new people it's always an issue because it's just who i am mm-hmm. so um I was nervous about that because again like your salon people are like you're very close with them most of my best friends are girls that i work with and a boy like we're very close Mm -hmm. i'm in one of their wedding one of the girls wedding in a Mm -hmm. couple months so i was really nervous about like the first impressions and i wasn't really nervous about the hair too much um it was more just about like the first impressions the free piece of podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Um, and I wasn't too excited to work for a big corporate entity because my father's a small business owner. So I felt like oh, I was. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, my parents were very excited because it meant I got benefits and they were like, yes, get benefits. Like, yes. Get <laughs> yeah. off our plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it wasn't it was I was nervous because of how I can come across to people, but I wasn't nervous about doing hair. Right. If that makes sense. Right. 
yeah right did you have any were there any issues with your personality and uh, about a year later between like six months and 12 months later multiple people came up to me and were like i did not like you when you started i thought you were so bitchy and i was like well that makes me feel great thank you I was like, hey, <laughs> here we are now yeah i'm sorry i am who i am i don't even want for me you know it's like i'm not gonna fucking change yo shout out to lydia i know right but, Bro, that's, that's hilarious yeah so no it was fine um most of the girls that are still there i'm still very close with um, like that I started with, yeah. um, like the original, like starting team. Yeah. Um, and I'm friends with a lot of people that work in this cause it's a retail store as well. It's yeah. a salon with a retail store around it. Um, and so people who stay there more than six months, you know, I, I'm still right. friends with and I know right. them. Yeah. So it, it, everything's fine. That's awesome. Yeah. So as far as your, your personal work or work you do for clients, your creative mm-hmm. process. So client comes in, are you, can you do mostly pretty much anything that anyone asks at this point? Um, I mean, to a degree, it depends. It's, it's kind of like relative to the person somewhat. Um, if it's like a new trend, yeah, like you're going to need practice doing it. Um, but if it's, it's kind of about applying like techniques to a different canvas every time. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't do perms because I hated rolling them in cosmetology school. Mm -hmm. Um, I, could roll one now i don't know if i could it would be good so yeah. i'm gonna say i can't do that yeah. which yeah. is fine i don't yeah. care about that um i couldn't do a relaxer i don't remember enough about doing a relaxer i would need to be retrained on that but yeah. it's not really um something that's like requested at yeah. my line of works or at my at my store so it's not really an issue mm-hmm. um but yeah basically everything else if it's if it's not like too like crazy or like cutting yeah. edge or whatever yeah. yeah i can do it what do you do with the clients who come in with those like kind of far-fetched like ideas you you have to be honest if you are not honest with your client you are gonna fuck yourself so like if someone comes in with something that i feel like is outside of my wheelhouse or outside of like the realm of possibility with either their hair their hair texture their face shape their skin tone my level of technique um or whatever i just straight up be like look I don't think this will like if it's something that won't look good on them i'll be honest with them and say i don't think this exact thing will work for you but let's use this as a jumping off point to make something like this that will work for you. Right. Um, and if it's something that I can't actually do, I'll just straight up tell them like, look, I cannot do this. So I'm not going to charge you for something I cannot do. And yeah. it, you know, it look bad on you. And then I, then fuck myself. you're the one that right. you know, falls back on. Exactly. Cause it's my reputation. Like yeah. word of word of mouth is the best Dude. advertisement. Yes. So yes. I'm not going to ruin that Avenue. Right. right um, right. The only time that really happens is during like military military ball season or prom season oh, yeah. with really intricate styling. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of uh, girls in high school and women bring in photos from the internet that are clearly done by people who <laughs> professionally do this type of styling, like people who are like professional wedding stylists, yeah. um, stuff like that. And I don't do those types of services enough to get on that level and mm-hmm. i don't really want to it's not yeah, something i enjoy yeah. so i can do like very basic stuff very pretty stuff um not i can't do super intricate braiding it's not something i really want to learn so yeah. i probably won't yeah. um and a lot of the photos a lot of women don't recognize this because it's they're not trained to like i am a lot of those photos have a ton of hair extensions in them oh yeah so or they take a ton of time or they cost twice as much as what i'm charging mm-hmm. i'm not going to do that thing for what i'm charging it's probably going to take me twice as long and you're not booked for that long because it's prom season and i have right. six other high school girls to do right so i just i can't do it i don't have the time to do it right 
Right. Um, so I just tell people straight up, like, look, I can't do this. Um, if that's a problem for you, I understand. I'm not going to be mad. Yeah, um, go to someone else. Right, go to someone else. But you can't because it's your problem. So right. let's talk about something that we can't do. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's like, it down a little bit. Right, it's just yeah. honesty. You have to be honest with people. Yeah, yeah. So. I love that. You mm-hmm. need a personality for it too. That's really good. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> so as far as you enhancing your skills, because obviously school doesn't teach you everything. Right. So what tools are you using kind of outside of your work? Are you practicing at home a lot or do you do any of that? I, for a lot of things, I will, so my sister, I will practice on her sometimes when she comes <laughs> into town to get her hair done and I'll be straight up with like, look, I'm trying something new on you. Yeah. If it don't work, we can fix it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. almost anything is like fixable. Um, and with like certain cutting techniques, I, will just implement them in my day to day until I feel like I've mastered it. Um, I'm not gonna do anything that I feel would be like irreparable. Like I'm not gonna try something crazy on someone's hair that I've never done before or whatever. Um, and if I see something, normally like what I use for like inspiration in those instances would be Instagram is a really great tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube is a really great tool. Um, Pinterest is not, Pinterest, I hate Pinterest. Um, <laughs> But those places are really good because you can kind of get like a really like quick, like broken down step by step of the thing, yeah. um, like whatever the thing is. And so I'll have some guests, like I'll see that technique and I'll see the finished product and I'm like, that would work for such and such person. So when they come in, you're like, hey, I saw this thing. Can we try this thing on you? And most people like that because it means that I'm considering them when they're not there, yeah. which I am because it's, I have to see them every six weeks. Like I want to give them the best service. They're paying me for your service. I like them. I want to, you know, do something good for them. And it makes me feel good to make them feel good. So it's, you know. So um, if it's not something like crazy, I normally won't tell somebody I'm trying something new as long as it, like, creates, like, the final product that they want. Yeah. Um, But if it's, like, a new style of, like, fringe or, like, new style of layers or something, um, I'll just be straight up with, like, hey, can we try this new thing? You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. That's badass. Mm -hmm. That's cool that you have a professional where you have the freedom to do that if you want exactly you can yeah. also turn people away if you don't want to do it mm-hmm. i mean my head is like yo that sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> i tell people all the time in my line of work like i have to talk to people all day so i want to talk to people and interact with people that it's easy like not easy but it works yeah. because it's like an emotional mental and financial yeah like professional relationship Absolutely. right yeah. like i'm friends with a lot of my clients not outside of the salon but in the salon we're spending between an hour and three hours together mm-hmm. if we don't have a rapport if we're not friends it's going to be really really weird yeah. so um yeah you i do think about my clients outside work yeah. um and i do think about what we talked about that day or like you know oh such and such's daughter's dance recital was this weekend. Like, oh, I hope it went yeah. well. You know, like, stuff That's like right. that. Personal relationships. You exactly. That. Yeah. yeah, which is, it's fulfilling to me, and it also enhances my business. Right, so. right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced any burnout doing this, you know, all the time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like every day. Look at this. Crazy. You can't really, like, because a lot of artists, like a painter or a photographer, can kind of walk away. But right. you're like, you're you're working at a place. Like, you see, uh, how, Yeah, I can't leave. Yeah, how... <laughs> So how do you overcome how do you overcome that? Um, well, it used to be I would run outside and smoke like six cigarettes, but now that I've quit smoking, I can't do that. Yes. Um, so so while I'm at work, I 
I don't know. I just kind of like go hide in like a space and just like chill for like 15 minutes or something while they're mm -hmm. processing if I have the time to. No. Um, if I don't, like today, I didn't have a break until like 2.30 or 3 since no. like 10 a.m. So you kind of have to be able to, oh shoot, what's that word where you separate yourself from the thing? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Like from the, the like your thoughts or whatever. Um, just separate yourself from the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like whatever the thing is. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, you like don't put your mind out. Like, you don't think about it. Um, oh my god. Anyway, you basically just stop thinking about being stressed, and yeah. you think about this is. Uh, I have to be business professional, Lydia. Yeah. I have to do these things. I'll deal with this stress later. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just you. You kind of just have to be able to push your stress down and not let it get to you. Because if you let it get to you, you're going to do bad hair. Yes. If you do bad hair, you have to be with that client longer because you have to fix the thing. Um, or they're going to come back. Or if you're like me, you're going to think about it for three weeks about what you did to that person. Um, and it's going to eat away at you forever. Oof. So, <laughs> yeah, you're going to feel a lot of personal guilt for doing that to someone. So you just have to learn to like push it down until you can deal with it. That's insane. Mm -hmm. That's crazy what different people do because different people have their things, you know, as far right. as escaping. And you love doing hair, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I love but it, yeah. There are so many bad days sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I had a really good day today, so that yeah. was good. Hell yeah. So I'm happy right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Thank you for not being mean. I know, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, when I have a really tough day or a really stressful day at work, um, I have friends that are like, I need a fucking beer. Like, I'm so stressed. Mm -hmm. I... I would call myself more introverted than extroverted. Yeah. So one, I like to decompress at home for like in general after work, like alone, mm. um, normally in the quiet or something like in a shower or something like that. Mm. I have like a routine when I get home from work that like calms me down from yeah. like being so up at work to being a normal person again. Right, right, right. Um, and if I have like a really, really hard day, I normally just stay home that evening. Like yeah. I cancel plans or I like play video games or like watch TV or something. Like something that takes me out of who I am and what I did that day. Like Absolutely. I can just focus on another thing. Yeah. You always have to have something else, you know, yes. or a routine. I think every creative, I think every person have a routine, but definitely yeah. being a creative and you obviously you're going full force all day long. You need to have mm -hmm. something after, you know, that day or whatever is, is done. So that's good. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So as far as you pursuing things for the future, do you have any like long or short term goals you're trying to, as far as maybe trying to move or mm -hmm. trying to learn something new or do whatever else different? My, my like plan for my career and my future and what I want to do and like work towards is I want to eventually transition over into education yes. uh cosmetology education i don't want to work yeah. at a school i would prefer to work for like a brand um like some type of like hair brand you know what yeah. i mean like a beauty brand oh, um and do hair half the time and then like travel and educate the other half that'd be bad so that would be my plan yeah do you think well what do you think do you do you have any places in mind that you would like to to go and, and pursue that um any big cities or anything <clears throat> no i i don't I'm a baby and I like to live close to my family. Yeah, so, yeah we've thought this before. Right. I, I wouldn't want to live farther than like four hours from my family. Okay. So moving to a bigger city would be fine. Um, really, my only options would be like Charlotte or Raleigh in North yeah. Carolina or yeah. like maybe Richmond or like Asheville. Yeah, true. I could do that. Um, 
But if I were to work for a brand, I wouldn't necessarily have to move for the brand. If That's I needed true. right, if I needed to travel for work, I would travel for work and then have a home base, have yeah. a home salon, that kind of thing. Stay here, go to New York, go to LA, go to whatever. Exactly. You travel wherever the company needs you to travel to. That'll be a dope job. I know, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I hope you get that. I know me too. That'd be cool. <laughs> Fingers crossed. So um what for people who are listening who might want to get their hair done yeah what do you like doing like what are some of your favorite styles or whatever to do when so i my favorite in general my favorite thing to do is like very livable hair like i want something that people can like fluff and go when they get up in the morning or color that they don't have to come back and get done every six months Mm -hmm. like kind of like more natural um, can grow out well, um, is easily styled, like stuff like that. Yeah. I really enjoy doing. Um, I don't really, which is weird because this is what I got to school to do. I don't really enjoy doing like wild stuff. Like I, I mean, I can do it. It's just not something I prefer to do. Yeah. So like, I don't really enjoy doing like vivid colors that much. Um, I have a couple clients that I do it for, um, cause I've done it for them forever. Um, it was really weird to tell people this when I had like bright blue hair. I'd be like, yeah, I like doing natural stuff with my electric exactly. blue hair. Exactly. It was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I look fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, so like a really like soft balayage or like a really nice, um, like a foilage to blend gray. So they're not having to cover their gray frequently. Yes. Um, a haircut that they can grow into for like three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people should go if they're trying to maintain a style more than four months in between cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's, longer than their ear or their shoulder four months is about the max you can go for that if it's above the ear two months is about the max you can go in my opinion um and then with color i have a lot of four to six week guests i have a couple three week guests who come in and get their grays covered in that time span um and i that's great like live your life whatever you want to do but i like giving people the option to not be a slave to the salon Mm -hmm. and i know that like low-key takes money out of my pocket because they're coming back less frequently oh yeah but as a human being who doesn't like to make appointments or go anywhere i can empathize 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 cut that out cut that out no um i like i empathize with people who don't want to be a slave to that schedule right yeah it's like you can't like oh i think my hair appointment's that week i don't remember what day like can i go on this trip or can i do that or whatever will my budget accommodate that like i i can empathize with that and so i want people to have the option to you know make the appointment in three months, four months, whatever. I will say, keep in mind, the longer you go in between hair appointments, the more expensive it's going to be when you come back because there's more work that needs to be done. Oh, yeah, to upkeep it. Yes, so, Mm -hmm. like, upkeep will be more expensive. So, it's kind of a trade-off. That's crazy. I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's wild. I know. I love it. Mm -hmm. Are you? And how do people book you? So, uh, you call Ulta Beauty. Um... 910-509-2122. I can't believe I know that in 2019. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, Call Ulta Beauty. You'll have to press 1 to get transferred to the salon. Request Lydia Williams. Yes, please. Um, You can make an appointment online. I only really recommend that if you have come to me before and I tell you what to book. Our online booking is not... Um, great for us because most people don't actually know and it's not their fault it's just because they're not in the industry they don't actually know what they need so half the time what happens is it doesn't book me enough time to do what they need oh yeah right so it kind of screws them over because sometimes I can't even do the service that day or they're not accurately price quoted so they can't budget for that Mm -hmm. um so if it's like a really big project I would even come into the store and Mm -hmm. like I work Wednesday through every other Sunday 
um, come to the store and let me see your hair. Tell me what you want to do. It'll take like 10 minutes. Like yeah. as long as I'm not doing someone's hair in that moment, and you can even call and say, can I book a complimentary consultation? Yeah, consultation, yeah. yeah it's free. Um, we can talk about it, see if it's something that like I can do, something I can offer, um, if it's even possible for like what you want. Yeah. Um, and it's like literally free. So that's badass. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. So please hit her up in Ota is what location? 840 Inspiration Drive at Mayfair Town Center in Wilmington, North Carolina. Ooh wee. <laughs> so if you're coming through Wilmington yeah. or you're finding yourself stuck in Wilmington mm -hmm. and you need like a we can't not emergency hair hair thing because you probably can't do it on the spot. But <laughs> <I> know, <right laughs> if you're not gonna be here, please <laughs> yeah. hit Lydia up. You know, from cutting my hair in the bathtub to here, you know, she's know. she's doing well for herself and I'm happy that you're you're still doing it. I try. I'm I love talking to friends, whereas it's like mm -hmm. I've known you for like, you know, mm -hmm. almost, almost a decade, you mm -hmm. can say, and then you're still like doing your shit. So that makes me very happy. I try. Yes. So please hit Lydia up. Um, support free pizza if you want. Now you will. <laughs> Listen to us on Spotify <laughs> and Facebook and well, not on Facebook. Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. Do you guys have and a MySpace? We do we don't have a MySpace yet. <laughs> Shout out to Justin Timberlake, man. He's holding on. But yes, please support us and please support Lydia and thank you so much. The free pizza podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smoke sniggles whatever y'all need thank you all so much have a good night